This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of the Dunedin Youth Council On Air. My name's Yana and I am your host and I'm delighted to be joined today by Kiri. Hello, Kiri. Hi. Um, can you tell us a wee bit just about yourself? Oh, like what? <laughs> um, where are you from? Um, where are you doing your schooling right now? Um, okay, I was originally from Coss Harbour in Australia, just somewhere in New South Wales. Um, and I moved here with my mum and sister and my aunt to Dunedin, to which I was first doing schooling at Otago Girls. And then after um, half the school year, I trans- transferred, moved to um, Polytech, um, the phone- oh. foundation skills level two course. Okay, so you were you a level two student at Otago Girls then? I was not 100% sure because, you know, schooling in Australia and New Zealand are pretty different. I think I was. Yes. It was never really explained to me. Ah, that's quite unfortunate. But now you're you're doing level, like a level two course um, at the Polytech. Yes. Right? Yeah. So what does that kind of entail? Uh, It's, what what is like um, basic skills? which is kind of like going through like um, all these like it says what it means basic skills like you know checking off all the boxes of like you know how to do Cook. this um, literacy numeracy thing ah uh, okay and you know how to like um, you know make a CV all that sort of stuff um, they all they also call them soft skills because it's like you know, not everyone was taught this sort of thing, had the privilege to be taught this sort of thing. So, like, you can do all these things. Yeah, I was never really yeah. taught how to make a CV. I just kind of winged it and yeah. tried. Um, so it's, it's also, like, is it quite practical then? Oh, yeah, it's definitely more practical work because, um, like, uh, at the moment, we're doing this uh, picnic table thing where you, um, picnic, you know, you look, you look at building a picnic table. There, you, like, imaginary, like, picnic table, yes. Ah, okay. So we look at all the parts, uh, um, check the pricing on, like, what kind of, like, wood we need, how many screws, bolts, all that nice, lovely tradey talk. Um, and, you know, just put it into a report. Wait, hang on. Hang on, hang on. So yeah, you're, writing, yeah, I didn't explain. you're writing a report about, like, how you would build a picnic table and what you would need and then, then like, how much it would cost, et cetera, et cetera? Is that what you're doing? Yes, exactly. Is everybody, are you all, like, designing your di- different picnic tables? Like, or are they Oh, no, all- it's all the same one. And we can pitch in, like, oh, hey, did I get the right measurement for that? Because it's also, we're also, like, being taught, like, or not taught, but, like, um, put in situations where uh, teamwork, we must do teamwork to oh, get that certain thing done. So it's, like, getting you used to, like, being in a team, doing things together, 
and you know not just like pushing it on to one person yeah so I I remember um like being at school and then like they tried to do a whole bunch of teamwork things how do the teamwork things that they did like at say Otago Girls or other high schools that you've been to because coming from Australia I would think that you would have maybe maybe you didn't but I would think that you would have gone (laughs) to some sort of high school there so how does that compare (laughs) to like going in the polytech those kind of teamwork team building activities yeah uh, from Otago Girls it was more like um you're in a group and you're expected to try to do teamwork but you know does it really happen um at polytech you're graded on your teamwork so your oh. team members will actually gr- also grade you and your team how well you they think um you did so is this for like every activity do you go through all of your um would you say schooling all of your tasks in a set team or do you change teams are you ever working as an individual um there's multiple times where you be working as an individual of course you it's kind of also encouraged to like you seek out and team up and stuff when you're doing that yeah but um on designated teamwork um exercises you will you will essentially also be graded by your peers as well oh but, wow um, so that like really like, forces yeah sorry yeah but like um there isn't any like oh you got an a plus in teamwork it's like you achieved teamwork okay you got it done so would it be mm. is it kind of like a you you pass or you fail kind of thing or are there different grades i think there it, there is like a point where it's like you literally did nothing and contributed absolutely nothing, so therefore you did not do anything. And I think anything from that, there is a lot of leeway. So it's like, oh, yeah, you did contribute a little bit. Maybe not as much as you should have, but you still did. Okay. And, of course, like, when you get, like, your um, report back in an email, it's like, hey, your, some of your teammates didn't feel like you added enough in that thing or something like that you know this from and experience Sorry, no i'm guessing because um i got an email like reporting on like my uh i think it was a presentation i did and it was like uh your classmates uh said that you were a little too quiet and you need to stop pausing in your sentences i was like <laughs> oh okay <laughs> oh my god and now you're on now you're on a radio show yeah <laughs> Well, I think you're doing fine. You know, I can hear the words that you're saying. It's all great. Um, what, like, prompted you moving from from that kind of more traditional school environment to to being at a polytech? Um, well, in Australia, uh, when I was going to my high school, um, Aurora High School, um, I had a lot of bullying there, and it wasn't a great place to be in. Australian public school system, it was probably a given. So I kind of, I so I kind of just le- left um, there to go to um, TAFE because that was a way for me to still do my schooling. What's but TAFE? Um, TAFE is like Polytech there, but it's like an Australian system one where it's okay. like I could do my equivalent my I think it was me my year 10 equivalent there 
um, where I'd be doing everything I sh- would be doing there, but I would be doing it at my own pace. Okay. Um, but uh, a lot of things happened where it was like, oh, we're moving to New Zealand now. And um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of things happened and then suddenly you're moving to New Zealand. That seems to be how yeah. it goes sometimes. Yes. Um, and my mum will admit this um, very freely. The only reason I went to Targa Girls was for my sister to help her settle in. That was okay because um, it's so nice. Yeah, uh, Belle kind of needed um, a support system, and yeah, older sibling. My job apparently now. <laughs> you are you are uh, the older sibling. Yeah. I'm I'm not an older sibling. <sighs> yeah, and so so were you kind of you were kind of there to help your younger sister were you intending then to move to polytech i wasn't intending because i was like oh okay i'll be going back to normal schooling then or okay um i wasn't expecting to make that move again when i first went back because i was like okay you know the new zealand school system is supposed to be a lot better (laughs) i um I think it has I think it has a lot of real merits but I I'm I'm also I'm really I'm talking to you as well because I think it's really important that we have um the options kind of readily available and that we all know what those options are um and the idea that like if if a high school isn't working for you that there is especially in Dunedin like I feel like we're really lucky to have the polytech locally here um because if a high school isn't working, I think it's it's quite important to make that shift, um, but not at all to like um, poo poo or, or or judge high schools because I think they're also quite good. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I, sorry, this is supposed to be about your your opinions on things. <laughs> no, no. It's all good. Um, yeah, because I was I was I always thought I would like you know get through high school. That my plan wasn't to like drop out at all, and like, cause it's really frustrating when things don't work how they're supposed to, you know. But would it be and, considered dropping out because you're still studying and you're still working towards yeah. kind of the same or equivalent, I should say, like qualifications, just in a different format? Yeah, um, isn't I think it is kind of like a reality check that people will see it as dropping out anyway. Um, because you know you didn't get through school. How come? Because ugh, you people... forged your own path. That's like a I know beautiful some... thing. It takes integrity. I know because it's like well, it wasn't working, and I wasn't getting anything out of it. Anything you know, I would be proud of. You know, as in here, I'm quite actually proud of you know myself for doing it. Um, cause... so important. I didn't think I would be able to do the same thing I did in Australia where just to go to Polytech. Yeah. Um, of course, over there, it's seen more not as dropping out because you, that was the, those options were always kind of known to the students that that could happen. And, you know, I think maybe that could also happen here, the Polytech. 
those options were more known about, you know? Well, so how did you then find out about it? About, like, that you were able to go to the Polytech? I always kind of knew that it was an option. Like, um, when we were looking at schools um, in this area, um, it's like, oh, there's a Polytech. And we did, me and my mom did some research, and it was like, oh, so it's kind of like um, uh, TAFE here. Um, and that, so that was always like kind of like a background option. Oh, yeah. Yes. My sister had to come first. Um, look at me, great sibling, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't entirely remember, actually, even what I asked. Um, <laughs> yeah, but just around it being kind of like, a, oh, I think I asked how you, how you found out about it. How did, like, how did your school, namely, I guess, hotel girls, um, what was the response when you told them that you're moving to Polytech? Um, like, were people pretty supportive that it was, you know, what you needed to do for your well-being? Or what kind of responses were you met with? Uh, I remember, like, uh, I was, like, to one teacher's, like, um, just so you know, I won't be here next term for to do this because I'm moving to Polytech. And he was, like, what? And then he rushed out he to go it. get another teacher to, like, check out I was doing the right thing for my education. And I was, like, <laughs> okay. I was not expecting that kind of reaction. That's I can't right. remember what happened after that, but there was another teacher with a similar experience to that as well. Oh, no. Because I was like, I should probably tell them that I won't be doing the, these assignments because I won't be here. That was my thought process, you know? Yeah. And, like, kind of common courtesy respect thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I only got one good response from a teacher. And that was my homeroom teacher. And she's like, you know what? Good for you. I was like, oh, thank you. Wait, <laughs> no, you don't call them homeroom teachers. Uh, what do they call them here? Fano teachers? Yes. Fano teachers or form teachers? Yes. I think form class. Hi. Yeah. Australian yeah. student homeroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I, I mean, it's, it's good that you had, like, some sort of support. And, of course, I, I, you know, with that, from a, the high school's perspective, once you leave, they don't really have any sway over you anyway. So they can't. I'm not sure what kind of support they really could provide through that transition process. Um, and then coming into the polytech, how did you find? I don't know the staff or the teachers um, there. Like, because you would have come in. What months did you come in? What term? Good question. I can't keep track of months, but um, it would be like the start of. Term three. Um, okay. And so let like me tell you. Halfway through the year. Okay, tell me. Yeah. I'm prepared. The staff at Poitech are absolutely the most lovely people you'll ever meet. I'm <laughs> not kidding you. They're so genuinely kind. It's... Oh, there's... I, <laughs> it makes me speechless how lovely they are. Um, Because uh, the... They've obviously, you know, um, 
interact with a lot of different people who come from a lot of different background. And so they're very open to like, you know, discussions and any changes to like class rules that people want to make, you know, where it's like, um, hey, uh, some of us need to catch the bus a little bit earlier. Do you think we could take a look at um, doing different timing things, you know, where we could hey. take off like little breaks in the middle and finish a little bit earlier? That was the thing that we have in place at the moment in our class because um, a lot of the students have um, after-school jobs or have, like, yeah. need to get home to family. Um, and I thought, wow, that's so cool. And they were just like, yeah, you have lives outside of school. That's understandable. And so how big are the classes? That's so important. Um, they're kind of like little... Not trailers, but like trail trailer sized buildings, if that makes sense. I meant so, more how many students. Oh <laughs> I mean how big the classroom is is also like like a shipping container <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Um it depends how many people show up. Uh there's usually about at minimum six of us. Okay. Um but I think because a lot of people um, dropped out because, as they say, um, it starts off really big and really crowded and then a lot of people just slowly drop off because they don't show up. Um, so at minimum, at all times, there's usually six of us. Okay. Um, and then there's, like, fluctuation in how many throughout the day may be there. So how is it? How is the day set up then? Do you like come at a set time and then are you there for the whole day, or do you come for specific like classes? Do you have like one teacher that oversees all of it? I'm just trying to wrap my head around this here. Um, so we get there. We're expected to be in the door by um, nine o'clock, uh, and then we'll have um, class time period. Uh, we could have a little break in between where it's like uh yeah go grab a coffee a tea whatever you know a little snack if you want um and then we go back to work and that's usually over that's usually like um one one class um by one teacher and maybe a teacher's assistant or I'm I'm calling them teacher's assistants but that's not what they are um there are other like students Student teachers? Doing... Um, Maybe. I know they do another course in a polytech where, um, and they come in to do hours here, where okay. they're like, tr like they're doing like counselor or teacher work or something. Okay, so they're like trainees of some yes. sort. Yes. Okay, um, and then we'll have a big lunch break, which is usually like an hour, thirty minutes, I think. Okay. It go, sometimes it drags on for a bit, but it's pretty good. Um, and then we'll have a, a, then our second class starts. It's only a two-day class thing. Two, two classes like, a day. Okay. And how many days a week then? Uh, it goes for four days a week. Fridays is a self-study day, which you can come in. Most people don't. Um, they Mostly people use it as a spare-free day. Yeah. Do you go out on a Friday or do you stay home? No. I stay 
Well, I use the time to be well rested so I can come into class ready to learn. Yeah. Yeah. And ready to like kind of absorb that absorb that knowledge from a whole bunch of different places. Yes. Um so possibly possibly the last question, but I'm not entirely sure because we can see where this goes from here. Um Oh no, I don't remember what it was. Um oh, is this so how many more years of polytech would you of this of this polytech would it be considered a foundation course? Would you have to do so if you're doing level two, I guess this year? Would you do level three next year? Uh, that is definitely an option for me. Um, at the moment, uh, we had a guest speaker come in um, the other day, last week, um, talking about an art course that the Polytech does, which I might be able to get into. Hopefully, Ooh. my portfolio is good enough. Uh, which I can That's go luck. to um, via uh, Foundation Skills Level 2. Um, okay. Foundation level foundation Skill Level 3 is still an option for me. I still can go through it there. Um, and I still have to enroll. Would that be equivalent to, le- like, NCA Level 3? How do they transfer? Okay, so there's, I do believe there's, N- what's it called? NCA? NCEA, National Certificate of Education Achievement, I think. There's that, and then there's NCAQ or whatever, um, where it's like... Um, NZQA. Another full-letter thing okay. that starts with N. Um, <laughs> that one can still get you into uni. It's It's... The New Zealand system is very complicated to explain, but, but apparently this one that I'm doing and getting this like level and certificate stuff for um, is somehow higher than this one anyways. Then which one? Then the, uh, and the, the one in high school. Just because I'm, I'm aware that while I can see you, our listeners won't be able to. So I can see all of your cute, like, hand-waving and gesticulating, um, but our listeners won't be able to. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, so the one that you'll get in high school um, is lower than the one that you'll get in polytech. So would you be able to go sense. to uni straight, like, next year from having the qualifications of level two at the polytech for level two probably not i probably need my level three for that i think okay. um it's still very much possible um most may may have to do it as adult students that's right. uh usually the vibe i get from that right uh, or maybe through is there some kind of discretionary entrance I think there is. I think I remember talking to um one of the staff about it. That was a bit of a while ago, so yeah, might not be one hundred percent accurate, but I do know that that that's still like an option to do. Right. So I mean, there are all, there are all sorts of options, and it's it's actually really inspiring and like I don't know heartwarming, I guess, to hear you you kind of talk about all these options and. I, I don't know if our listeners can hear the smile in your voice, but it's it's very it's very much there. Because um, sometimes, like, 
school is exactly what you need and sometimes high school is exactly what you need and sometimes it's not and just kind of being able to to see that recognize it in yourself and be able to get yourself into a position where you are thriving and 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 enjoying your your study and your life and there and this is just Kiri what Kiri has just been talking about is I feel like just kind of one of the various options and it is complicated but somehow you know we'll people manage to find other people to support them and of course you can also contact the Deneen Youth Council for and reach out and see if we can see if we can do anything we have um counselors in alternative education as well as in almost every other high school every high school in in Deneen um oh it was just like it's so it's so inspiring to have you on here and just like talking about you know, you don't really know what you're doing next year. You don't know what the future holds, but there are options, and it's it's really positive. So thank you, yeah. Carrie. Thank you. Oh, I'm inspiring. You are inspiring. Yeah. That's very. You know, I I could say you know you you go, bro. But um, I'm I'm not I'm not going to say that, even though I just did. So thank you for coming on. Um, and thank you, listeners. And tune in in two more weeks to hear another episode of the Dean Youth Council on air. Thank you again. This is Kiri from Otago Polytech. Thank you. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.